You don't know me, you fucking psycho cunt. Shut up. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. That's right. It is episode number 58 of Planet Rage, the election day special. And there's breaking news, Larry. That can't be already. It can't be. It can't be. You're muted. Which is that's always great. Silence. The original of music's alternatives would be silent. Hello. There hello, you are. Hello, hello, hello. See, serve me, serve me right for uh, belching and sipping my <laughs> my uh, breakfast drink and trying to be. See, that's what you get when you try to be polite. I should just let them rip. Exactly. You know? It is called bemrosing when Sorry you mute that. and then it won't unmute. And uh, yeah, that's bemrosing. I thought it was Dvoracking. He does as well. I mean, that's the that's the sign of a quality <laughs> podcaster. Like, are you there? Are you there? This can't be. Hello, it's election hello. day. Yeah. Hello. Is this thing on? <laughs> It'll be, this is, well, watch the news coverage today. We're going to still be way more professional than most of what is on the news today. You're going to have. Yeah, you're right about that. People losing their mind, no matter which way this goes, mm-hmm. you're going to have people losing their mind over this weekend. I know this is Tuesday, but 32 shot, five killed. So just about the same as last week in Chicago. And I did just venture out to our local polling place. And granted, I don't think we ever normally went there on the lunch hour, but there were more people than years past, but it it could just be a timing issue. Okay. Now your buddy Pritzker's, uh, he's up for reelection, correct? Oh yeah. JB's on the ballot. And what's, what are the pollsters saying? Is he going to get cut or what? What's the deal? Most likely he will remain, although here you can never tell. (laughs) You can never tell. There's been a lot of really bad commercials running again. I mean, the Democrats, it's funny because they like to play the all higher and mighty and we don't play the violence game. But then the commercials Mm -hmm. that come out for the Democrats are horrible. The competitor here, Darren Bailey in Illinois. Mm just had some lunatic call his office with threats and how he was going to kill him and his family and all this other thing. So the guy was drunk at a bar, but now, you know, facing three felony counts for, for leaving a very disturbing and profanity laced tirade on a voicemail. And of course the, you know, nobody looks at JB and the ads that they've been running. I think a lot of people are fed up. Illinois, I think, has surpassed New York and California as being the one state that everybody wants to leave. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason for that. I mean, you don't have to leave people. It's way easier. Just show up and vote. I guess it depends how many people still want JB. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I don't know who could. 
it's like i don't even think you have to tell people go vote republican although elon musk did which i think is hilarious another reasons why the democrats hate elon musk did he say that what did he say yeah he he highly encouraged everybody vote for a republican congress oh he's done now (laughs) you can't have this you can't have this in america no a Republican yeah. Congress would be a threat to democracy somehow. I mean, I would, I would guess that probably north of 75% of Tesla owners voted for Joey. I, you know, it's hard to say because at the beginning, mostly say. the only people that could afford Teslas would be the ones that were very into the capitalist system. I don't know if that's now changed well, or not. Well, they're rich commies. I mean, my God, come on, Zuckerberg and, uh, you know, all these guys. Please. Yeah, which I never understood the whole rich commie aspect. They don't care. Well, that's, I mean, that's how it works in, in always, you know, I mean, all the commie leaders are very wealthy. Yeah, well, that's true. So the, those two yeah. things do go together. And before we get into the whole election coverage and, and once again, forget, while I was posting last week's episode, it hit me. I'm like, oh, Larry didn't talk about the Clint Eastwood boots. Oh shit! <laughs> boots. My God, yeah. there was a story, and it was promised, and it's like, oh, that was a tease. Yeah. But it's, see, you're a really bad tease when you don't come through. Then that's just being a bad tease. Yeah, that's a bad tease. Hey, just a, you know, my um, let me see if I remember this. I had a cousin who was uh, out in um, whatever the trendiest uh, ski resort was uh, some years ago, whether it was Vail or Telluride. I don't remember one of them. And uh, he's he's in a store trying on a set of boots, and uh, who's across the aisle from him? But Clint. And uh, Clint had these boots on, and then uh, my cousin had his, and they started a little conversation, and uh, like, what size do you wear? This and that. Clint says, "Well, you know, these are pretty comfortable. I'm a 13. What I forget what exactly how it wound up. So <laughs> my my cousin was so jazzed by having his feet in the same boots that. Clint Eastwood's were he bought them even though they didn't fit right and then yeah and then he calls me like a couple months later he says you want you want some really good I forget the make Tony Lamas or so, I don't know some really good cowboy boots you know, what size are you want to tell me he says they don't I said why are you in love he, he, he says how's this for retardation and he told me the story so um they were passed on to me and I I wore them out they fit perfectly so, so nice so this was yeah. just because Clint Eastwood tried them on for a brief period of time yeah, I guess he was a big Clint fan. He thought, holy shit, this maybe maybe I'll turn into a movie star if I walk around. But I guess they, they pinched, so. Nice. <laughs> it would have been a way better story if Clint was, like, getting rid of an old pair of boots and he was just like, oh, you want these here? There yeah. you go, kid. There you go, kid. No. Like a mean Joe Green and the Coke yeah, commercial I mean, kind of thing. If Clint wore them, it was probably for not more than 17 seconds. You know? Well, in today's TikTok world, that would probably yeah. be enough. You're right. Yeah. It is now a Clint Eastwood piece of memorabilia. <laughs> Indeed. Because he touched Indeed. it. Yeah. But where do we start with these clips there? I mean, normally we have clips that have been called from the days or weeks before the show. This 
clip, I guess, that a couple of clips from today. Hot already. off the presses. Hot off the presses, Darren. You are yeah. doing the work while somebody was poking around in my mouth. Yeah. You were doing the work, and that is appreciated. Wait, well, how is your mouth? I mean, I saw that you, you were having a cap adjusted. When will this fucking end? <laughs> you need to fire this dentist, okay? You need to fucking fire him. This should have been settled long ago. It is a her, which again, there's that. Uh, okay. Uh, Good. I'm glad I misgendered him, too. <laughs> the <laughs> crown i know has not been right since it went in because the temporary crown i didn't have this issue with it and yeah. at this point they've done a little bit of adjusting to the crown and to the tooth above which okay if there's minor adjustments that have to be made and that is the tooth i do have a small cavity so they need to to work on that and that is going to be the next step they made another adjustment today but it's still catching on the mouth, on the cheek. God almighty, this is not new technology. No. Come on. So my guess is, uh, you know, and they, she said, then here's what we'll try to do this. If not, they're going to have to redo the crown, which I understand is a pain in the ass for everybody. But if that's what you got to do, then uh, that's what you got to do. I know when they put the temporary one in, they went in and grounded, grinded it down, ground it down, Mm -hmm. whatever you would say in the dental practice. So I'm guessing that maybe that what was sent in was not exactly right for the crown. And that is why the problems are existing. I'm not a dentist. So I don't know. I just want them fixed. So Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about chomping into the side of your mouth. Anytime you're, you're eating. And it's like, you know, it's convenient. They got overall good reviews. I mean, I get that. Every now and then something goes wrong. I don't know what the system is. I mean, if they ordered the crown wrong, then maybe it's going to cost them some money and that's what they have to deal with. Mm. You know, I don't know what the, you know, what the deal is. Cause normally, you know, if something comes in and it's not right, then you go back and go, well, person who made it, you're responsible. I don't know who's responsible here for. Oh, they're passing the buck. You know that. Of course. But everybody does. Everybody. It is yeah. what everybody does, but which they're do passing we want? the cap, I should say, <laughs> they're passing the crown. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. It's very- <laughs> what, is there a difference between a cap and a crown? Explain that to me. There must be, but I don't know what the, what makes one different than the other. I mean, the crown pretty much is a, a whole new outside of the tooth. I believe a cap maybe is just on the top. I don't know exactly how, uh, how they are differentiated. All right. <laughs> I don't know. It has not been a joyous <laughs> dental experience. That's really? for sure. This is, how long has this been dragging on now? It's been a couple of months now since it was oh. originally done. And it's oh. gotten a little bit better. I mean, as long as I am aware while eating, then I don't usually have the problem. But if you're just like chomping down on something fast and you forget that mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a, is a possibility, then it'll probably happen. Yeah. It'll get fixed eventually. We'll just see. It'll just cause more rage as we move on. Dental horror stories. I mean, that, that we are no, no stranger to those on this or that Larry show or grumpy old bands. Dental stories are always great. I mean, if you thought of maybe just putting a coat hanger hook in the side of your cheek and then asking your wife to get in there with a nail file and see what she could do. Right. Just go in and try to yeah, give it a shot. Just kind of file it down. That's what I'm wondering. How much is there? with the crown i'm guessing it's a thin enough material that there's not a lot of room 
for them to adjust. Yeah. But again, I'm not a dentist, so I don't know. If you're a dentist, feel free to let us know. Feel free yeah, to Instagram. Feel free. Please do. Give us the latest of what is going on on this insane day, election day in America. It's not a presidential election, which also is interesting that I have seen. And again, could be the time of day. But the fact that there were more people voting in our little area today than I've seen over the last probably four or five elections. Mm-hmm. It says something because usually these off elections, these non-presidential elections, the voter turnout drops way down. And just from what I've seen, and I know the media is completely biased and you can't believe what you see on social media, but from the reports, there is a lot of people out voting today. Mm-hmm. The question is, will those votes be counted and will they be counted correctly? Well, we have some uh, input on that for you. Where do we start with uh, door number three, which is always a good. Let's start. No, let's start with um, Maricopa. Let's start with election fraud, Maricopa. It's a good one. So what happens is we have two tabulators. One of the tabulators is not working. Okay. The other tabulator is taking about 75% successful. Stop. Okay. So the tabulator is what they're feeding the ballots into? Apparently, yes. And one isn't working, and one and the, and the is other. about 75% <laughs> successful. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's technical work. That's working? <laughs> I mean, right there. And note his word, his verbiage. Issues, right? And it's issues. like, well, what's happening yes. to the other 25%? Exactly. This, this is, there was some great video that went along with this, and it was shot, you know, this is in somewhere in the Phoenix area. Maricopa County. And there's a line, Darren, of people that just goes to, to infinity. I mean, it looks like it's a strip mall and it just goes as far as you can see with people. And it looks pre-dawn. I mean, it's, it's because it's this morning and it's barely light and all these people are lined up. And this chooch is standing there with double. He's got his, uh, the thing around his neck with his, uh, you know, unofficial thing. He's got another one clipped to his belt. And as he speaks, it's really funny. Talk about body language. Talk about tells like Adam's always talking about as he's as he's relating how fucked up his voting machines are. He's clapping his hands to punctuate like, oh, isn't this good? So we're not going <laughs> to count your votes now. You just put them in the magic box and so we can fuck with them later. I thought maybe he was watching your guy, Lebido. He claps a lot. Maybe he's he's trying to get that vibe. Yeah, but Scott claps like a man. You can hear him when he claps. <laughs> this okay so now there are people lined up and this is also interesting when people line up early like i said i just went during the lunch hour because that's when my wife is at lunch so we both went to vote and it's limited it's like well if it's crowded if it's busy if it's going to take more than a few minutes then maybe we're not going to have enough time because you have to get back to work these are probably people lining up in the morning to get their votes in before they have to show up at their jobs yes because they're not sitting home just getting a check from the government Mm-hmm. And so, okay, if we have two machines, uh, let's assume two machines working would be what should be going on here. One machine down means you're down to 50%. And then one only working three out of four means you're mm-hmm. really down to more like 40% of correct the uh, overall Capacity. processing. That's not good. Not good. No. And like, don't they test these fucking things? You find this out the morning of? 
It just really? magically breaks. They tested it last night. Isn't I'm that something? Sure. And and no one mention is made. Is this one of the magic dominion machines from, from the guy the Chooch in Toronto who's suing the world? Everybody's getting sued for a billion from him. Is Hillary trying to hack machine? into it? Mm, yeah. Maybe. So maybe. So twenty five percent of them are being misread, and it could be a printer issue. Um, or it could be the tabulator itself. So when it's misread, you have an option to put it into what's called box three, and it gets read, whether it goes downtown and gets read manually, or whether it gets refed in into our tabulator. Okay, I'm curious, when they know it's being misread, how do they know right. it is being misread? Because, I mean, I just went and voted, and it's one of these big uh, Scantron sheets. They don't require the number two pencil, thank goodness. Right. You just fill out the little places on the ballot with pen. But as I feed that into the machine, because you go in and you feed it into what looks like a big copy machine, as you feed it into that, it just says, okay, it doesn't tell you who you voted for. So how do you know? How do you know? That they're Note that also the, the technology is based on the let's make a deal, a method of, of voting. You get either you know door number one, door number two, or box number three, which Jay Stewart is holding, center center of the theater. Right, you'll you'll hear this again. This box number three, it's really interesting. And then those are going to get sent somewhere else to be. I'm assuming visually yeah. counted. Oh yeah. But how do they know they're? Oh, I see now. How do you know you're only counting or miscounting one out of four? Right. That's also how do they know that. Yeah, I mean, they're, unless they're giving out. The something for people to check their ballot, which is nothing they've ever done here. I know that this is something that maybe happens in places where it is completely electronic, where you can view the ballot under glass that before it gets fed through so you can verify the right names are are chosen. But I'd be curious to know how they're doing this in Arizona. Probably basically any any. Any ballot that's marked Carrie Lake is obviously incorrect. <laughs> so that needs to be thrown out. Well, that's a threat to democracy, Larry. <laughs> Not their democracy. Get red. No. Okay? So no one's trying to <laughs> deceive anybody. Of course not. Not on election day. That would never happen, right? No. That would never happen. Nobody's trying. Nobody's trying to deceive anybody. So as you can tell, this was shot by some loan loan operator with a cell phone and he did a good job and he answered this guy back well and this is the interesting thing about all of the elections now and it's really the interesting thing about our society on a whole is that everybody's got a camera now everybody can take video mm-hmm. everybody can record audio yeah that wasn't the case just 15 years ago 10 years ago even was questionable where everybody had something where you could pop out your phone and you could get a very clear record of what is going on. Yes. And here you can't really come back and go, well, no, that didn't happen because now there's video proof. Right. Unless it's deep faked. Well, see, that's also the problem <laughs> because you can't trust anything. Nothing. That In you fact, see. I'm not so sure I'm talking to you. Really. Right. It could just be a really good AI depending. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm trying to do. That's why I keep doing so many shows. I figure if I could just convert myself into an AI, I will never have to work again. <laughs> just keep pumping out the shows. Like, wow, how does he do 48 do hours of shows a day? Somehow he manages. 
a time traveling thing. <laughs> so do we move on to door number three, that clip now? Uh, yeah, let's see. Let's do, um, let's do first, let's do voting machine issues. Uh, well, issues. We always have issues. More issues. Yeah. We've got about 20% of the locations out there where there's an issue with the tabulator where some of the ballots that after people have voted them, they try and run them through the tabulator and they're not going through. But the good thing is, is we do, first of all, we're trying to fix this problem as quickly as possible. Well, that's nice. There you go. So 20% of votes are invalid. But the good news, we're, we're trying. We're trying. We're not going to. I'm not promising that. But we're trying to fix this issue. And again, you know, who's got time to test these things the day before? You're asking too much. You know, or they're you? intentionally set up to fail on the big day where oh no we ran through all of go. the self-checks ding 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 get that get that hotel desk bell by that i'm ding 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 uh-huh that's it yes, yes well yes. but on the day yeah. of let's because people right. like aoc are, are already out there going well people are gonna tell you that if it's not counted that day it's not legitimate but that's always mm-hmm. been the way it has been and it's like no She's it isn't totally bullshit bullshit i've lived through a lot of elections and only until the last couple suddenly it takes so long i mean i can remember going to bed you know as a, a semi kid and waking up in the morning and reagan's your president there was there was none of this shit and, and even even with uh um there's another one that was a, a real squeaker and they knew so please well, and the technology was nothing for what we have right. today there were no computers of, of note really people they, were actually counting these things by hand by hand and they got it done yeah somehow quicker than all of the machines mm-hmm. we have now isn't that something yeah it does seem to be kind of amazing but not i can pretty much guarantee you that a fuck ton more people right now have participated in the uh, powerball lottery by a multiple that are voting in this election and, well, and there was also a glitch up, and, but when those numbers come up, they'll know. They'll know instantly who won. No. How do they do that? No, they don't. There was a glitch no. last night. What was the glitch? There was something with the Powerball where they did not even announce the numbers. They said it would be this morning or something. So there was a glitch with the Powerball, too, which Holy shit. you really want to get people upset. Uh, you talk about $1.9 billion, then that's even more so so there's oddity going on in all of these systems but no they're all safe they're all secure don't worry about anything we're we're working hard to take care of this problem it's not a problem it's an issue you fucking get that through your head issue it's an issue want a tissue can you help us with our issue yeah you're (laughs) just not gonna be the way you want it to be yeah it shouldn't be that hard no but it is yeah the hanging but he's working chads. hard. Come They're on. working hard to fix it. The good news. That's the good news, Darren. The good news is. <laughs> and what's the bad news? Well, yeah. we have no idea why this isn't working and then which ballots aren't being counted correctly. And once to me, once there's a question at all. Yeah. And once you know that the machines are not functioning 100% properly, how mm-hmm. does that not automatically trigger a hand recount? immediately because you can't trust the machines at that point if there is any kind of issue there's any kind of problem then you have to do everything by hand because you can't trust the machine Mm -hmm. and i can believe these things are intentionally set up to cause that kind of confusion because they learned 
in the last election that when everybody that goes to bed, which was about 2, 3 a.m. here in the Midwest, and it's like, hey, it looks like everything's good for Trump. And then by 9 a.m. the next morning, hey, wait, we found a lot of new votes. Right. Because we stopped counting. Everybody to go take nap nap time, you know, because, hey, it's just a presidential election. We're not going to count through the night. We're busy. We need our sleep. This is why people question these things. And you're an election denier. And if you keep that up, I'm going to be like knocking your door from the FBI. They're buster. Well, Hillary denies elections. Corinne Jean, PPR, Poupier, she... We're stronger together with Hillary. Come on. Uh huh. Well, it takes a village. Takes a village. And an assassination squad, obviously, allegedly. (laughs) In Arkansas. Yeah, you don't want to upset Hillary. I'm surprised Bill has lasted this long. Yeah. I'm not sure he's really alive at this point. Well, he was doing like a TikTok and Obama was doing like a TikTok. This is how you know the Democrats are scared and really believe they are losing bigly. I saw the, the, the Obama TikTok with Jetson with Joey, where Joey's you know, flapping his, uh, his skull-like jaw, and then uh, Barry pops into the frame. Is that the one you're talking yes. about? Yes, vote! Yeah. <laughs> look, look at Barry's eyes. Look into those eyes. He is dying of embarrassment. As he dying. should be. As he should be, and which makes me think, you know, a lot of people said he was never really the guy with, you know, with the, uh, the puppet strings in his hands. And I, and he, I mean... Why is he doing that? Somebody must have some serious shit on him, really, because he's very wealthy. You know, he's got his, his, his record. He's, he's immortalized. Um, and why? Why is he doing this? Yeah, I don't clearly, believe Yeah, his face, he, you know what his eyes look like? The, you know, the, the hostage. Right. You know, the, <laughs> the hostage eyes. <laughs> uh, President Obama, I'll blink three times if you're being held against your <laughs> right. will. We'll exactly. send the seals in. Yeah. Yeah. Order pizza. I mean, I get it. He owes a lot to the people that got him where he is, and they want the Biden agenda because he was one of the first steps in that, and it was a genius move because Obama was able to get a lot of stuff pushed through because if anybody was against him, they were racist. That was the first time in history we got to play that game. Uh, well, of course, they're against what well, this historic president wants to do because of the color of his skin. No, it's because that it's leading down the path to socialism. It's leading down the path to things that are non-sustainable. And Obama was the foot in the door. Oh, yeah. And he has been rewarded for that. I mean, millions of dollars for the crazy stuff that he's done, which. Oh, we did a Netflix. We did a podcast with Bruce Springsteen. We did a, you know, a Netflix thing, which I don't even know what they did on Netflix. I know there were books and I know there was other stuff that just never came to fruition, but I'm sure they got to keep all the money and Hmm. they get a lot of money just to go out and speak anywhere about anything. Sure. But he has to be a little embarrassed because Obama was, was a professional politician. Joe Biden is not correct. Biden is the street thug that somehow got put into power. Obama, whether you like. Don't call him, please. Thugs get it. Thugs deserve a certain amount of street cred. <laughs> Wait, he what about Corn street, Pop? He is a street punk. Well, I don't know what Corn, I mean, Corn Pop even existed. Joey is not a thug. He's a punk. Corn Pop was a really bad dude. We heard all about bad that. Dude. 
bad dude. He ran a bad bunch of dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Joey tells. Oh, so it was male <laughs> prostitution that Joey was uh, getting into. That makes a lot more sense now. Corn Pop was a really bad dude. We'll have to look into that. Look into that. Yeah. But that is where this path led. And the radical left has been trying to come into power for a long time. And they saw, I mean, it was a perfect storm, whether it was man-made or not. It was a perfect storm with the pandemic mixed in with Donald Trump, which Trump was so polarizing that he did a huge favor to the Democrats. They have squandered it because what they got for the Trump era was the last two years. In the last two years, they've messed up more than anybody could have even imagined. And I think it is partially because, I mean, you know how it is if you've been working for something for years and years and years, and then you're finally really close to the finish line. Hmm. I think that's where the people on the left were when Biden got elected. Like, we're finally going to be able to do this. But they, I think they, it's not going to be able. They did. I mean, they've had, they've had two years of unrestricted hegemony, haven't they? They sure spent a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, they've broken the economy. They've destroyed the middle class. Uh, they've made us energy dependent. They've made us a uh, laughing stock around the world. We have no, no respect at any, any corner of the globe. It was, it's like mission accomplished. Yeah. I think we had, we had a president with Donald Trump who had mean tweets. And now we have Joe, Joey, the Biden with incoherent tweets mm-hmm. and tweets yeah. that they removed. Oh, that, I thought that was a great story. That they removed the tweet, which I believe we talked about on the last show, taking credit for the social social security gains. And by the way, just for the hell of it, I find it so amusing that everybody since since uh, monkey face George Bush, they never, ever, none of these political idiots ever can say the phrase social security. They say social security. (laughs) Well, they're dropping they're dropping letters. Yeah. Social security. So it's SOC security. Social security. Well, that's probably how it's written out in all their documents. And they don't know yeah, what that word means. Uh-huh. Right. You're probably right. They don't know what the abbreviation means. Joey wouldn't. Mm. Joey wouldn't. <laughs> do we go to uh, door number three now? or Go to door go? number three. We've had door number one. We've had door number two. What lies behind door number three? Put okay, your ballot so, in door number three. Yes. So Why do you I put a ballot that, in a door, Larry. I, well, you tell me, man. But I, my prediction is this: as back in the 2000 election, the buzzword was the hanging Chad. Okay, when that was uh, hotly contested, mostly in the state of Florida, the hanging Chad. And I think when the smoke clears after this uh, shit show today, everybody's going to be talking about door number three. Where your ballot goes to not get counted. Right. Dormant I mean, it's a little right. different because we're not waiting on one totally inept state to call mm-hmm. a national race here. But yeah. the House and Senate races are going to be, from what we can tell as of this point, it looks like the House is going to be an easy slaughter for the Republicans. Mm hmm. The Senate, that is the thing that is still up in the air. 
And that is what is going to make the biggest difference. Just getting the house would be a positive sign. Getting both is a very strong sign that maybe the voting works, which I very suspect on that. But if it is the case, then the Biden administration and the funny thing is, I guess he's not even on the schedule. I mean, he'll probably be asleep by the time the votes are starting to get counted. I think Joey goes to bed at like six now. After, he's already asleep after his ice cream. What time is it? So was it two o'clock? Oh, he's, you're kidding. He's in REM cycle. <laughs> oh, please can't get this guy up to at least 10 o'clock tomorrow, <laughs> that there's no statement that's going to be made. And I think he has to make us, if the voting goes in a way that the Democrats lose the house and the Senate, then as the president of the United States, you need to get out there and acknowledge that. And if he is still brain dead, Joey, that is like, everything's fine. Don't worry. Then it's going to get even worse for the Democrats. For those who were paying attention back when Bill Clinton went through his first midterm election, they lost big in in that. Well, this is a perfect segue for Joey's election prediction. Oh, Joey's making predictions. Does he have the Karnak outfit or anything? Because that would be good. <laughs> he should, right? No, no. He's doing the, you know, the mirrored shades and the uh, sport jacket. And he's, he seems like he's always, you know, I, I, somebody said he hasn't had a press conference since January. <clears throat> so in lieu of that, he does these little, you know, um, run and gun things. Seems like he's always on the tarmac, you know, getting on Air Force One, looking heroic and dashing and shit. He's got, by the way, has anybody else noticed that in years past, the Secret Service guys, they kind of looked like, you know, they could have been anybody. They could have been insurance adjusters or dentists or whatever. Now they all look like hoods, right? Maybe. They're like 300-pound elephants, and they scowl with Joey. Why is that? Maybe Anybody they think they that? need more security. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but anyway, there's Joey, and he approaches a gang of, uh, of reporters, and uh, you can let it roll from there. I know you always ask me, how are we doing? We're going to win this time around, I think. I feel really good about our chances. I haven't been in all the House races, but I think we're going to keep the Senate and pick up a seat. I think we have a chance of winning the House. Stop. We have a chance of winning the House. No, you already got the House, Joey. already got it. <laughs> yes, re- okay, retaining would be the thing. I mean, I kind of yeah. get what he's saying there, that after tonight, yeah. I think we're still going to be in that position. That is against what everybody even right. some of the most liberal polling outfits is saying. Mm. So I don't know where Joey's getting his information. And I, I wonder the world that Joey lives in, he may just be living in a world where everybody's telling him everything's great. Nothing to worry about president. Nope. Everything's Could fine. Could be. And I think the shades are there. I think I've mentioned it before so we can swap out the Bidens. Yeah. So it can hide whether or not he is on any kind of drugs. Cause you'll be able to pick up on the, the dilate the dilation of the eyes mm-hmm. which is something again we have the technology everybody with a freaking phone with 4k video anywhere near the you can get some really good video without having to worry about well is there anybody here from uh cnn there's a lot of video out there so the shades are helpful and i also think having the constant noise in the background also yeah. helps cover up if there was a, yes. another if there was another biden that's a damn good point. Maybe that's why it's always next to a, a jetliner with the engines revving. Or they're just, just hoping like somebody's going to push Joey into the uh, <laughs> family. Just, yeah, there you go. 
Get rid of Joey. Oh. I think we're going to not win. Keep in the house. So I'm optimistic. I really am. And if I find that. Uh, Stop. He's optimistic. I really am. There's the tell. I'm optimistic. I really am. Translation. I'm lying through my fucking plastic teeth. I really am is very much like not a joke. Not a joke. Or I really mean that. That's another one. Yeah. I really mean this. Because no. everything else I mean to say is bullshit. But I really mean this. And again, this will be very interesting to see what happens if his predictions are not correct. If he goes on record and has a conversation with anybody about why. Right. Assuming that the elections aren't totally rigged, and I don't know if they are, and I think it would be really hard to rig state by state. There's a lot of states that are still under control of the Republican Party. So, I mean, I don't see the massive amounts of fraud everywhere. I'm sure it exists Mm -hmm. in major cities. But when this happened to Bill Clinton, when the midterms came around and he lost big time in both the House and the Senate, he was aware. Bill, I mean, Slick Willie, he's a guy when it comes down to all the presidents in my lifetime. If you really wanted to go out and have a beer and a cheeseburger, that's the guy I would still pick. No question. You know, he he was the fun guy. Other than, other than the, the Donald. Well, yeah. Well, see, then you would have to go out for McDonald's and, uh, and a Diet it's Coke. Okay. Yeah. But that could be interesting as well. Yeah. Now, you go out to, okay, if we can go to McDonald's with Donald Trump and Bill Clinton and then out to, uh, you know, pick up women, that would be a great, <laughs> great party. No question about it. But Clinton was smart enough, and he was not a ideologue and that is the difference between politicians and activists which at least it used to be i don't know if that exists anymore that bill clinton was a politician that they tried to push a bunch of stuff to the left and the voters came out in mass and said no 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 we don't want that and bill clinton went well all right then let's go back to the center but the people today, Joey's handlers, no, there is no, there is no giving an inch. No. Which is why the violence exists. Mm-hmm. Because, and we'll continue. Yes. Because you, you're not giving up anything and no, oh, the other side is evil and the rest. And that's, let's, let's let me ask you something. Now, this is a good, good uh, place to pop this question. And let's just say the, um, all the, uh, the people are convic- who are predicting a, a red wave bloodbath. Right. Um, if that is the case, if, you know, after all these, even the votes from box number three are finally counted. Um, if so many of these cretins have been ejected, when does the violence start? Because, you know, it's got to. I think nearly in the usual places, I think you will see it in the Portland area. You know, those kind of where Antifa pretty much lives. You will see that. And the Democrats, I think, really miscalculated this election because I think they all just really blew their wads early, if I can make a really horrible pun about the abortion issue. Mm -hmm. And they saw the Supreme Court decision as like, oh, hey, this is going to put a wow, we're going to win now because there's no way the world, this country that they're going to the people here are going to put up with that. No way they're not. And. They didn't really think about this logically, which I know this is a problem. When you don't have logic, you don't understand the world around you. And if you have to ask yourself who is going to be most upset about the Supreme Court's decision, it would be 
women who want to get abortions. Well, a vast majority of the abortions are had in the major cities in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. They're in usually a lot of minority groups. This is who is out getting the abortions. And you can't get them people riled up because it's still legal in all those places. So nothing changed for them. So it's like you're asking them to be upset about a political change that didn't change anything in their area. Mm. And maybe, maybe you would have been able to pull some people with that tactic if gasoline and groceries and heating oil and everything else had not gone up in price as much as it had over the last year or so. Well, you know, you're right, because if you listen to uh, Joey flap his gums, um, the talking points are those Republicans, they want to they want to take your right to choose. They want to uh, crater Medicare and Social Security. And have, and have you ever heard a Republican say they want to get rid of Social Security never, or Medicare? Never, ever. I've Not never heard once. it either. Ever, 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 ever. But I think that's even those stupid lines are ringing so hollow at this point that then they they wrap everybody wraps it up with the all encompassing and democracies on the ballot. Right. right? Which, which even even with Skeletor, 90 proof Skeletor, otherwise known as Nancy Pelosi. Did you hear her earlier in the week talking about hubby? Right. And, and almost almost just choking back tears. I'm so glad he survived and he's home and it's going to be a long road to recovery. Yada, 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 yada. And then she just shifts gears right into, and remember, democracy's on the ballot. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy shit. There's your concerned wife. There's always time to, to you know, shoehorn in a political message. Yeah. Incredible. He's just, just incredible. weird. Oh, yeah. So true. Now, here's yeah. the question. For your average Democrat who is going out to vote, if there was on the ballot that just said democracy, yes or no, how would they vote? Because I don't think any of them understand what it means. No, they don't. You know, this is, uh, it's maybe mean to say, but we've seen enough of the man on the street stuff when it's like, well, who did we gain independence from in 1776? They're like, uh, Mexico. You know, I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think they understand what democracy, when they like that kind of rhetoric, democracy is on the ballot. No, they have no clue. Right. People do know, though, that every time they go to fill up their truck with gas and this really i've never driven a large vehicle never had an suv had a camaro for about 15 years and the gas mileage on that really wasn't bad because it was in the mid 90s camaro now if i'm sure if i had one from the 60s it would get like two miles to the gallon so what year was your camaro again a 96 96 yeah they so not the greatest year for styling or anything But there was plenty of leg room and it got me back and forth to work really fast, except when it snowed and then it sucked. Yeah. No question about that. But this is what people are looking at. They're looking at what effect politics is having on their life. And even for most people, if abortion is an issue for them personally, it's usually once in their life. You know, this is not something like, oh, no, no, usually, but for, for some, it's just a form of contraception. Well, I'm you know? sure that is true, <laughs> but I think that's a, a thing, vast major, minority of one would hope so. But hey, this know? is a great spot for Scott talks to ladies for that clip. 
Just got, ooh, Scott talks to ladies. Do we want to finish with uh, Joey's predictions? Do we need? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Let's finish with Joey's prediction. Yeah. We, we want to, I mean, I don't know yeah, if yeah. you really want yeah, to hear it. Oh, there's a, a good, there's a, there's a great, <laughs> actually, the end of Joey's prediction, I clipped that as an ISO, which uh, I think says more about who he is than, than anything. It's just so, so revealing. So Joey. So hey, Joey. that could be our a new show. That's so I Joey. Like the, so Joey. <laughs> you know, most of the debate that occurs, in the places I visit, I know you don't think it, but I think we have pretty good crowds. They're fairly enthusiastic. You don't write it that way, but they are. And uh, I th- oh, that's funny too. Oh, they're 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 downplaying the amount of people showing mm. up at Biden rallies. What do they do with Trump? The mainstream right. media for six years, six years, and he's complaining to them. You don't you don't write it that way. Uh huh. <laughs> sure, sure thing. Find uh, that the thing that gives me the most confidence is the fact that the policies we've initiated, people care about. Now, they want more. They have right to me, but I don't know anybody who's really opposed us bringing down medical prices and prescription drugs and all those other things. So, Okay. Prescription drugs and medical prices bringing down, that is exactly what Donald Trump did. One of the massive things that he did throughout his tenure True. To which Joey screwed up with the minute he got into office yet again. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this is again a case of, well, we're going to cause a problem and then we're going to tell you how we're going to fix it. Right. Moron. So I feel optimistic and you can smile. I'm okay. Mr. Mr. President, can I just ask you one quick question? You said no. that you were going to meet with the oil companies. When is that going to happen? You didn't want to answer that question, huh? and and away he goes, and and that's like I said, that's the that's who he really is. He he can't stop himself. He's such an angry old dude. He comes, you know, he plays the game, talks nice, and so forth. And some kids says, "Can I ask you one more question?" No. What no. If, I've never. I can't think of another politician I've seen do that. Usually, they just kind of turn away, or you know, they kind of soft pedal. But just, no, <laughs> no. If he if he would have taken from my uh, junior high principal, Mr. Wilms, who for some reason loved Richard Milhouse Nixon. Okay. Would also, he was one of those guys. If you were to say, can I ask you a question? He would just look at you and say, I don't know. Can you? Oh, see, as a reporter, that's a, re- you know, again, uh, yeah. <laughs> if I see Joey, I would have, I would have applauded that answer. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of a reporter are you? You mean, may I ask you a question, Mr. President? Not right. can I? I don't know. Can you? Or your response, which is what? I, you already have asked yes. me a question. You yes. want to go for two? Can I ask you a question? You just did. Got to go. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so the language, it means something. It does. And I don't mind presidents being a little snipey with reporters. I find that to be funny. I mean, I know everybody mm. blasted Trump for doing that kind of stuff. I thought I thought Trump was absolutely polite compared to this guy. Yes. Well, Trump really? was actually funny at times. Yeah. Where Joe just gets into the angry mood and yeah. that it's not a good look. I mean, uh, I don't recall the Donald calling anybody a dumb son of a bitch like no. uh, Joe. Joe did uh, <laughs> Steve Ducey or whatever his name is. Peter right. Because Ducey, you're asking right. questions of things yeah. that uh, dumb son of a bitch yeah, are inconvenient. Really. Well, I've got a mm-hmm. Joey clip too, where he called the protesters outside of Chicago here when he was here this week. This is also how you know, oh yeah, the Democrat Party has no faith in Joe Biden because where do you send him when the election's coming? 
You send him to Chicago, Joliet in this case, and end of Florida. Well, Joliet, maybe they didn't know if he was going to come home. Yeah, tell me about, you know what? All my life I've heard of Joliet, never been there, but I always think like there's a big ass prison there, isn't isn't there in Joliet? That was where the main prison was. It is the prison from Blues Brothers when he's walking out the door at the beginning. Joliet Jake, yeah. Yeah, that was Joliet prison. It is now empty. That is, uh, I think we may have talked about it. The Blues Brothers had an event there over the summer. They, They had a music fest. So they're converting it into something that, you can go visit and take tours and that kind of thing. But it was at one time that was the big prison in so the is area. The town a, is the town a gloomy shithole? Is that Parts, dangerous? Sure. I mean, yeah. it's the town now is mainly a, uh, a casino, which is what happens. <laughs> there, is, tribe? there is a very nice theater there called the Rialto theater. That's been there for over a hundred years. It's a beautiful place. And I've been to many a concerts there. So, I mean, downtown Joliet's not bad. There's, but there are bad parts, which, I mean, it's no Gary, Indiana. There's a question for the troll room. Why are so many theaters named the Rialto? I don't know. I want to know. It must just be a, uh, a popular name from a hundred plus years ago oh, for some reason. Shakespearean roots or something. There's got to be some reason for that. I bet there are more Rialtos than there are palaces out there. That I wouldn't doubt. That I yeah. would not doubt. It's really pop. But this is Joey. Okay, so I'm sorry. I took us that way down this crazy tangent. <laughs> That's okay. Um, That's um, what they we're put here Joey, for. They put, Joey, they put Joey and Joliet. Tell me what happened. This is Joey and Joliet. But there's a rock album, and we've counted on you. Wait, 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 stop. There's a, yes. What did he say? There's a rock em? What did he say? In the wait, right you want me to right be able to do it? Okay, now you want me to play the clips and know what Joey's saying? I mean, there's, there's a lot <laughs> well, to Maybe it's time for what did Joey say with your magic slowdown button. Let's How about that? And scrub. Well, scrub them, baby. There's part that's really loud and part that's quiet. That's why I always usually run it through a filter. I'll try to do this on the fly here. But there's a rock album, and we've counted on you. It's a rock solid guarantee, an ironclad commitment. There's a rock something. I mean, I think he's talking about <laughs> Medicare here. There's a rock <laughs> Let's see. Let's slow it down. Let's see if we can figure it out. Counted on you. It's a rock solid guarantee, an ironclad commitment. A rock solid guarantee. Let me get all the way back but to I think the beginning. Before, before he got to that, that's when it's really garbled. Um, and we've counted on. There we go. Scrubbing it back. But there's that's a rock. Um, and we've counted on. You all yeah, there's, there's a rock. A rock um, we counted on. But there's a rock. Um, and we've counted on. <laughs> yeah, there's a rock. On and we counted on now, it. Now it's Satan. Satan's finally coming. <laughs> there we go. That's just Joey <laughs> slow down. There's a rock. On. <laughs> wow wait a minute that's that's breaking news i think your mother's so socks in hell blah. let's see if we go do we have to just go really slow with joe but oddly he's way more comprehensive you can understand what he said in there if we i wonder if what happens if you play it backwards that's well that's oh probably, yeah well we could do that too oh well yeah that made more sense i got that red rum red rum red rum rum. but there's a rock goblin and we've counted on you it's a rock solid maybe there's a rock goblin i mean something like that oh it's greta okay (laughs) could be guarantee an ironclad commitment generations of americans have counted on it and i'd lower that so much and then he goes back to quiet 
but yeah which i think is like kind of a dementia kind of thing where people are talking really quiet and then they yell and then they go back you, to talking really quiet you know what i think i was talking about this with with my wife recently and my take on this is that um probably you I mean not too many presidents were probably recorded prior to fdr but all these guys one of the one of the great things about listening to trump is when he when he gives a speech when he talks it's pretty much conversational which separates him from so many of them um reagan was too conversational these other guys like and i think they're all trying to walk in fdr shoes they think they're orators okay right. And they have to fucking dramatize thing. And they, you know, in their, in their oration class at uh, Brown or wherever the fuck they go, Harvard, it's like, okay, now's, now's the time to scream and get the tension. Blah, 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 blah. And I think, I think that's what Joey's trying to do. You know, he's trying to, that's his shtick. He's doing the Dwight Schrute thing from that episode of The Office where he was pretty much doing the Hitler speech. So it, it could be know, close to that. that show, but I believe you. It would make sense. And, okay. Trump would be a great podcaster because I think you put a microphone in Trump he, in front of him. He just talks for hours. And yeah. while I'm sure his major speeches, I remember watching one from CPAC a few years ago where he went on for like three hours, close to three hours. Yes. And I'm betting about an hour was scripted and the other two was just off on tangents. Oh, yeah. And has yeah. he has the ability to do that where, mm -hmm. where Joey doesn't. No. Which, you know. That uh, is the guy everybody allegedly voted for. Yeah. And it works. Okay. It, it works. Sure. We didn't have social security, the poverty rate for those. You're that social so, so security. security. Okay. Well, social security. Let's try this again. Let's see, yeah. Joey, what he says here. We didn't have social security, the poverty Oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have yeah. social security. Social security. And Bush used to say the, the exact same way. But they made fun of him and said, ah, oh, he's so stupid. Well, he also used to say nuclear. Does Joey say nuclear or nuclear? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to check that. But I mean, Bush is from Texas. They do talk a little different in Texas. Well, a buddy of mine who moved to Amarillo from New York, um, he, he came back for a visit. This was after college. And I says, how you dig in Texas? He says, well, it's okay, but I'm still, I'm trying to learn to talk like I got a pebble under my tongue. <laughs> that is kind of, uh, that's the way you got to do it. If you want to fit in down it. here. I only see a bunch of steers and queers down here. I tell you what. <laughs> Officer and a gentleman, Lou Gossett Jr. There you Met go. him at a liquor store on Sunset Boulevard years ago. A very nice guy and taller than I thought. Lou's about 6'3". Yeah, he does. Well, I think, yeah, he's one of the yeah. few that came out of Hollywood. We are like, wow, yeah, you actually have height instead of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't even see Tom Cruise. You'd have to look down. <laughs> and, like, I banged into him rock. in an Italian joint, too. Really? Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, LA, I guess, is LA. So LA is LA. Yeah. And you're like, hey, was he a nice guy or do you just avoid like. I really the didn't talk to him, but what happened was this is absolutely true. And I thought about the, the, you know, the power of a good director in cinematography. He came into this place and he had a baby in his arms. Right? It was play, actually, it was on, it wasn't on, it was on Melrose, restaurants long gone. And I was, I looked up and I thought, man, that guy, look at the nose on that guy. He had, he had a nose like Triceratops. And then I go, holy shit, that's Tom Cruise. And so I don't know whether he had it, you know, trim since then, or they really artfully light and shoot him. But it was like, you would see him and just go, wow, that guy's got a really big nose. Lighting and makeup could do a lot. Whatever. Poverty rate for those over 65 would be four times what it is now. Four times. 
I love those signs when I came in. Socialism. <laughs> Give me a break. What idiots. <laughs> Socialism. And all the morons go on and clap. Now, wait a minute. What did he say before this? I where you started this clip. I, I lost context here, Darren. Help me out. Well, he's talking about Social Security, obviously. Or, sorry, Social Security. Social Security. That, of course, the Republicans want to get rid of that. And if that would have happened, then the uh, poverty rate would be four times higher. And then he's like, all the you know, people holding up signs outside saying socialism, you know, what a bunch of morons. Who has said they want to get rid of that? That's what. The- well, this is why the Democrats never have to have any truth behind anything they say, because they repeat stuff like this, which is why I asked you, I'm like, was there anybody on the Republican right. side no in way. power that said we want to get rid of Social Security? Because I've never heard it. I've never heard that ever. And I would be willing now if I came across a Republican that was like, I want to get rid of Social Security. I'd be like, well, I'm sorry, Social Security. Then I'd be like, well, I'm not voting for you because that is a safety net that is needed. You can't pull the rug out from underneath people that are expecting to have something. Yeah. Plus, it's your money they're giving back to you. People yes. kind of forget that. Yeah. Well, they do. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's because they spent the money before they got it back to you. And yes. now they're like, well, how do we give? Where do we find the money? Right. right. But, you know, if the economy was good, then that wouldn't be a problem, Joey. Correct. I don't think there was anything else good here, but let's see. No one ever doubts. I mean, what I say sometimes, unfortunately, I say, oh, wait, no, wait, this was great. This was a great ending just because of our new game of figure out what Uncle Joey is saying. Okay. And I will play this for you and see if you can translate. No one ever doubts. I mean, what I say sometimes, unfortunately, I say all that I mean. Look, think about in this district alone, more than 100,000 people over the age of 65 in Lawrence District. And that's where it cuts off. But I didn't understand. Think about this statistic. What what was that? No one ever doubts I mean what I say. Sometimes, unfortunately, I say all that I mean. That's good right there. That's that's Norm Crosby-esque. That's unbelievable. I think he meant to say sometimes, of course, I say what I mean. But he doesn't say, of course. He says, like, something completely bastardized yeah. we'll slow it down no one ever doubts i mean what i say sometimes unfortunately i say all that i mean yeah i mean no one ever doubts at me sometimes i say unfortunate i say all that i mean it's like sometimes of force he says instead of of oh. core i don't know okay of force it is very it is very disheartening that that is the leader of the free world and that's where we are so we're told <laughs> so scott talks to ladies i hear scott talks to ladies you were talking about the roe v wade stuff and the ladies and yeah scott's got a message for them and why they're going to vote out uh, this particular time yeah yeah it's about right Good afternoon, ladies and ladies. This is just for the ladies today. Of all ideologies, but specifically you Democrats, you ladies who keep voting Democrat because you think men hate you that are Republicans. Stop listening to the fucking assholes on The View. You're going to pull that lever <laughs> in this time because you're going to be done being selfish, being me, 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 my emotions, my rights. Fuck that. This is a fucking priority right now. 
you're going to pull that lever red for your children. And if you do not have children yet, the future of your children, your future children, you're going to pull that red. Listen to me. Yes, the abortion issue. It's an issue. The climate change. This. Yeah, it's all. They're all issues. But those issues I just mentioned, those are on the back burner at this point in the fucking game. And you know why. I know you know it in your heart. You're going to vote red for your children because you know for a fact that your community is running rampant like never before with violent criminals, pedophiles, traffickers, and drug hands handing out drugs, and you know that. And that's because you keep voting for the people, the Democrats, who let this shit happen. You also know that your pocketbook is empty. You can't take your kids to and from school or play because the gas is astronomical. You can't put food on a table because of the inflation, because of the people that you keep voting for. Take a break from that. You're going to become a fucking mama bear and you're gonna go in that booth next week and you're gonna vote for your fucking cubs but not the chicago cubs exactly you hear that you fucking mama bear and i think he's right of course he's right this is why i don't even think you had to tell people to vote republican you know i i stole it i saw somebody post something similar on social media and it's like this is absolutely right it's a beautiful day go out Get your uh, gas tank filled. Go to right. the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Stop by your favorite sandwich joint or coffee house and have a snack. Mm-hmm. And then go vote. After you remember why everything is as expensive as it is now as compared to two years ago. I don't think you have to say go vote Republican. Go, well, do you remember two years ago? Do you remember being able to afford gasoline? Remember being able to afford groceries? And I know I've said this a few times, but I'm not seeing any news coverage of all of the grocery shortages. But as somebody who's been doing all of my grocery shopping online through our local Mm -hmm. grocery store's uh, website, the amount of items that are not in stock are just staggering. And I know you probably wouldn't notice this, as much if you were in the grocery store because if you're in the grocery store and you're going to grab the craft cheddar cheese and it's not there but there's another brand well you'll just grab the other brand and not even think much about it yeah but are there supply chain issues with green hair dye and ramen noodles <laughs> because i i think that's probably the two key um, must have uh, staples for uh, joey's base well i think his base is stocked up on those and they're, they've got years of that in the basement okay Okay. With Joey's uh, Alzheimer's meds or whatever he's got him on now. Uh, mm. But that, there is that look, which is it's yeah. the Antifa look. Yeah. And, you know, like I like what Scott said, but I got a feeling a lot of the ladies that he's appealing to, they have no intention of ever having any kids at all. Well, I think it's even this where the uh, you want to talk about being selfish. Well, well, the selfish thing right now would be screw the world. I don't want to keep paying way too much. Right. And I think that falls into what everybody thinks because ideology is great. I think it's very easy for politicians to push a bunch of stuff on their citizenry. As long as things are good. If you're making a lot of money and you have extra cash and you don't have a problem filling up the tank or putting food on the table, when the president gets out there and says, Hey, let's do this for the environment. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. But when you can't afford what's going on, then it's a lot harder to to push that. And I think a lot of people who would have stood up and cheered 
the Green New Deal two years ago are like, wait, if this is the shit that's costing my groceries to be so expensive, then no, let's get rid of that. Yeah, but that's that's you're right. But that's only up to a point where there is some some semblance of a balance of power. Okay, but when you get to the point where Nicaragua is or Venezuela, um, then it's I ain't like that. Fuck you. Too bad. That's the way it's going to be. Yeah, there is no uh, choice. Right. And that's where they want to go. That's that's what people don't you know, people don't they tend not to. um to recognize that or, or want to cop to it, but it's a fact. That's what they want. They want total power, which is really, you know, gives lie to their fucking democracies on the ballot. It is the end of democracy. If those assholes continue to, to hold power. It's yes. over. Well, because they're not being honest and we are at a time where the media has always been skewed. And I know everybody hears things like, well, it's never been this bad. Well, I really don't think it has ever been this bad where the mainstream media is so in the pocket for one of the political parties that they will lie, cheat and steal to push an agenda that we're seeing right now. I don't think it's ever been this bad. It's always been skewed. I'm not dumb, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it's ever been quite this skewed because people would point back to the reagan era and that like okay at least we had fox news and at that point fox news was pretty much one-sided but we had the other side of you know cnn and the other networks out there now is they relentlessly pounded reagan they relentlessly pounded nixon there was no let up i mean this is not a new thing and they just used the exact same playbook for um for trump you know, they, they, yeah, they, I think they've always been horribly biased. They're just more upfront about it now. Um, but to, you know, to the flip side of that, you are seeing some, some people are saying that they're turning on Joey and that's correct. Suddenly they're fact checking Joey. Have you seen that? Yeah. The Facebook, New York times. Yeah. New York times, a couple of others that, you know, nah, Joey, uh, he, he didn't have anything to do with the social security increase. That was a cut that was signed into law by Nixon in 73 or something. You know, absolutely, he had no imp- no effect on that whatsoever. Ball face lie. Yeah, it was a straight cost of living thing that had yes. nothing to do. And okay. the most interesting thing, because we mentioned that in the last episode, the most interesting thing since then was the White House deleted that tweet, mm-hmm. which has set off a domino effect because there was a uh, activist group that pointed out that the statements that the White House make once they are made public are now owned by the people. So there's a big question on the legality of the white house being able to even remove a statement that they put out legally. That's an interesting point. That's very interesting. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, you want to talk about rewriting history, but now, you know, wait a minute, look how they redact every fucking thing. Why would this be any different? Well, because they lied and they were, or they were, well, I'm not even sure they lied. I think most of these people that are working on this stuff are morons and have no idea what the reality of how government works or why prices go up or down or what the, how the social security, wow. They're like, this is a social security income. I'm sorry. Social security increase. This all was under (laughs) Joey's watch. So it must be Joey must be Joey, but no, it's not now. I mean, they very well could have added another tweet right below it that says, Oh, correction but it seems that there is a maybe a legal issue with them removing tweets 
And maybe Elon could hold their feet to the fire. Maybe Elon could change the White House account so they can't delete any tweet they put up. Maybe. Well, there was an interesting, um, there's a clip there about Twitter reliability. You might find that amusing. Twitter began widespread layoffs Friday as new owner Elon Musk overhauls the San Francisco-based social media company. The layoffs are raising concerns about the platform's stability as a source of reliable information just days ahead of the U.S. midterm elections. Wait! <laughs> a, reliable, a reliable source. Isn't that rich? Yes. Huh? You know, yeah. and I believe, it, I, I don't know if, if this is a uh, a possible goal. I mean, I do believe that Elon wants it to be, as he, I think he tweeted the other day, that he wants Twitter to be the most reliable source of information on the internet, which I know low bar because the internet yeah. overall, yeah, not really. so good, but I don't think Twitter's ever been a reliable source of information. So this, Oh no, no we're not going to be able to get reliable information from Twitter. It's like, well, it's the public square. How can you say you get reliable information? That's like saying any random street corner in any major city, anything anybody says that's reliable because why? Sure. It's like Twitter's not reliable. Everybody is on Twitter. I think he's smart to, enough to realize. I mean, he's talking about um, you know, the advertiser base. And it's, you know, I don't see that thing ever becoming a powerhouse as far as advertising goes because it just... Who, you know, who's going to want to be, uh, you know, sandwiched between two uh, insane uh, tweets by maniacs from saying anything? You know, the only way he's going to make that thing a, a profitable enterprise is through subscriptions. Yes. I and I think he will. Yeah, maybe he will. Yeah. Hope because you're absolutely right. Advertising was never a part of Twitter. And people forget how this social media stuff started. Was this is a great system. People can communicate. They can post messages. Everybody will see. And this went on for years before they went, yeah, hey, Larry, how are we going to make money at this? Right. And then they're like, I don't know, ads? Yeah. You know, unless they can fine tune those algos so precisely that, you know, whatever Darren, o whatever pisses off Darren O'Neill will never show up next to an ad for whatever the fuck you need, a new turntable or, right. you, know, well, you know, that's, that's, that's the only hope for that being viable as an advertising platform. I think, you know, I know a lot of people don't like the paying aspect of it, but I'm actually all for that because it makes it a lot harder for people to spread libel. You know, this is a thing. Well, okay. We have free speech in the United States. Right. But there are libel and slander laws. Mm -hmm. So while you have free speech, if you do something and you say something that is a lie that causes harm to somebody else, your ass can be sued. While on Twitter, you can't guarantee who's saying it. So it's a get out of jail free card. I really like the idea of you have to be verified. If, well, and that, that defeats the whole idea. I think of it being a public forum, doesn't it? If it's only for, you know. It does to a certain extent, but it also makes a certain amount of uh, sense when it comes down to being like, well, you, you can say whatever you want, but if you then, uh, you know, libel or slander, we know where to find you. Mm. You know, at least this would be for the accounts that are marked as real people. I think Twitter is still yeah. going to go on and let people without the blue check marks who don't want to pay still say whatever they want, but those accounts are going to be treated as second class, which 
Uh, it's kind of the way the world works anyway. If you want to have a bot farm of a million accounts, it's going to cost you a lot of money if you want blue check marks for them. Right. And I think Elon will make money at this. And I like the idea that you can post longer form content and that kind of stuff. But we'll see. I mean, it's a lot of changes going really quick. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's looking at a, you know, double-edged sword there because I heard the clips from the boys in the most recent episode. And, um, you know, and, and the one party saying that, that uh, Twitter will, is not a place where anybody can uh, exhibit hateful conduct, which I thought was an interesting word choice. He didn't say hate speech. He said hateful conduct. And I wonder if that was intentional. Um, and, at the, at the, you know, and then within moments later, he was saying about this is, a, uh, you know, a, um, a way to destroy the First Amendment. So you, you, I don't think you can have it both ways. You either have free speech with all its warts or you don't. And I think there will be, but the people that are not, when they do not have the little check mark, which in this case will just mean we know who the person is behind this. No longer will it be they're famous and we have to protect right. that. Mm-hmm. It'll be, we can, we can verify who this person is. And I think this kind of goes down the line of, whether you have a source that you know who it is or it's an anonymous source, which we know uh, quite often not legitimate information. So meaning if an anonymous source comes out and gives a news story, you're like, well, I might not believe this, but if somebody that is verified, you might have a little more weight behind them. Maybe that will work. Maybe it won't. Maybe this will bring in enough money at the $8. People like, going nuts about eight dollars a month and it's pretty funny isn't it uh uh-huh it's like what do you pay for you know netflix and uh, Mm -hmm. all this other stuff it's like the reality is 90 percent of the content on twitter is produced by 10 percent of the users right i would almost guarantee those 10 percent are going to be more than willing to pay the eight bucks a month because they're going to get more access to things with longer form audio and video. They're going to get less ads. And according to what I've seen, they may be able to start monetizing their content, something Twitter has never offered people that are posting there. So if we start posting our show on Twitter and it's getting the eyeballs and Elon's able to make some money off of that through ads or whatever, well, then he might throw some money back, which is how YouTube became a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. because most of those people on YouTube that you see that are professional YouTubers, they're making a lot of money. Yeah. And that's the reason why they're doing videos nearly daily is because they're making a lot of money and the quality of content, I guess the, you could have that debate, but allegedly the quality of content goes up when the people are being incentivized to create it. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the case. No, <laughs> I'm not either. Now you have a clip here. No winner for days. Is this the is this the doomsday scenario? This is another this is another Joey prediction. Uh oh. Or I say a Joey warning. We won't know the winner of the election for a few days until after a few days after the election. So he's sure of that. He's sure of that. But somehow they managed to get it overnight in Brazil. How'd they do it? <laughs> well, they must Brazil, be so much smarter than we are. There's a lot of guns in Brazil. Yeah which I don't know uh, if I would say that's more accurate, but you know, there's more of a reason to shut up if yeah. you don't like the, the results of the election. 
Yeah. And I think either way, and that is the sad state of affairs that we have going in the United States, which is if we do have the red wave today, then you're going to have the people on the left just going nuts and there will be violence and they, and how, let's count the lefty election deniers. If this is a red wave tonight. Yeah. I bet you there'll be a few. Now, if there is no red wave, I guarantee the usual suspects on the right are going to be calling for, you know, this was all a fake election as well. So I don't know if either side is ever going to admit or believe, I guess is a better word, that the election was accurate within. I mean, we all know there's always going to be cheating when it comes to elections. There's always going to be machines breaking down. There's always going to be miscounts. And the question is, is there, this is kind of uh, the reason why they don't even usually count the absentee ballots until they need to. Meaning if you're in a state where there's 10,000 absentee ballots and there's no race that was even within 10,000 votes, they don't even count those because you don't need to count those (laughs) because that's not going to change who won. But the reality is there's always been bad things going on. There's always been people stuffing the ballot box. The question is only was it enough to sway the election? And that is a rarity. Did it happen the last time? Possibly, but it's still a rarity. But if we have this election after election, uh, each cycle, people believe it's not legit. Yeah. Then that's where democracy crumbles. Was it still on the ballot? Well, I think that, um, again, it's, it's a matter of they've, they've learned to game the system. And I think I saw something that said over 600 as of something like four or five days ago, maybe even a week ago, something north of 600,000 votes had already been cast in Pennsylvania, maybe a couple million in Georgia. This whole notion of early voting. Yeah. It's that's, that's what's doing this. I mean, I don't care. You know, well, I, I shouldn't say that. I saw a tweet from some clown who, who actually said, John Fetterman is going to be the coolest senator ever. Yeah, because <laughs> he's got uh, tattoos and a hoodie and he can't talk. Wow, so cool. Hey, a politician um, that can't talk seems like a good idea. Seems like a good idea. But, um, you know, you think of that. I mean, how many people who, who cast those votes for him weeks ago thought after watching him with Oz, we could not put a sentence together and started by saying goodnight, everyone. I mean, you, you really, do you still, do you still want that vote to count? That is really? a good point. But also you know, we, we have disproven, I think the fact, because Georgia, you're right. There was well over 2 million yeah. in the early voting, but you know, the white house spokeshole is saying, well, that doesn't mean there's not voter suppression. It's like, it kind of does kind of does if people are able to get out there and vote then no that you just you don't have that yeah but uh i had a clip i think it was from like a couple of weeks ago perhaps from a lauren bobart which i just thought this was kind of a a summation of what's going and i mean there was a lot of anger here so i figured that was good for that's good for this show Colorado's recognized for one minute. 
Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Insanity is doing the same thing repeatedly and expecting a different result. That makes the supporters of this legislation, by definition, insane. Reckless spending in this town is what causes inflation. And we cannot continue to increase taxes on the American people and put a target on American energy production while spending a historic $370 billion on Green New Deal initiatives and expect to lower inflation and improve our economy. Remember that so-called bipartisan infrastructure bill? Yeah, we spent $200 billion on Green New Deal initiatives. I guess that was just a down payment on this never-ending theft of American tax dollars. We are sacrificing, you are sacrificing American families at the altar of climate change. Mr. Speaker, isn't it so? Joe Biden himself said inflation rate is at zero percent. So what the heck are we doing here? Why are we passing this so-called Inflation Reduction Act if it's at zero percent? Well, in fact, it's the Inflation Enhancement Act. Gentlewoman's time has expired. And it does the exact opposite of what Americans need right now. This is just another con game by the Democrats calling something one thing and saying time another. Has expired. This is making the IRS, which armed agents time has expired. than the Pentagon, the State the woman, Department. The gentlewoman is no longer recognized. The gentleman from Missouri reserves the belt. Now, here's where we're getting into, like, the U.K. system. Yeah. Did they drag her away from the podium? What happened there? What was the video? No, the next guy did uh, give her some more time. So it goes out a little bit. Mr. Speaker, how much time do you need? The gentlewoman is no longer recognized. Her time has expired. The gentleman from Missouri reserves. I will yield an additional 30 seconds to the gentlelady from Colorado to finish. Her Whoa. Whoa. They didn't see that coming. This bill no. has 7,000 new IRS agents and they are armed. And the job description tells them that they need to be required to carry a firearm and expect to use deadly force if necessary. Excessive taxation is theft. And the chairman said that we are using the power of the federal government in this bill. You're darn right you are. You're using the power of the federal government for armed robbery on the taxpayers. I can only see why that this was rushed through committee and put on the floor. Gentlewoman's time has expired. Somewhere Gentlewoman's time has expired. Bill. She is no longer recognized. The gentleman from Missouri reserves. The gentleman from Kentucky is recognized. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting into the taking the gloves off. They are. It's good. Who was the guy? Who's the moderator telling her she was uh, expired? Oh, I, I'm not sure who the. Uh, yeah. should, see if we should keep the videos to go along with the audio. That would yeah. make more sense. But it is. It's crazy <laughs> spending. It's the IRS. It's you're spending oh, billions yeah. of dollars for the Green New Deal and for, for the inflation mm-hmm. reduction. Now, because we all know, Larry, spending more money helps with inflation. So when you're having trouble getting your house in order and you're like, oh, wow, honey, we're. We're, we're kind of running low on funds. So let's spend more. That, that'll that help. Spend more. Spend yourself deeper into bankruptcy. Yes. That's how to do it. Well, yeah. If you're going to go bankrupt, you may as well. Yes. Go big. Yeah. Go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> no question about it. We have this clip says, what century is it? What? Oh, let's, let's, this is the short this one. Is, is there uh, some ISOs here? This, yeah, this is kind of an ISO. And so is um, gays and gentlemen. That's a great ISO. Doing it for the Take first time now in the 20 cent, 21st century, going into the 20th century. Does Joey not know what year it is? Is that? Yeah, no, you, not just what year, what century, 21st, 22nd. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we, it's close enough. Doing it's it for the enough. first time now in the 20 cent, 21st century, going into the 20th century. 
<laughs> I mean, I, okay. I feel for him right there. Cause I think everybody has said something and then you're like, is that right? Then you change it to something else. And you're like, well, no, that's not right either. No, What's right. No. What's but right. He needs a better teleprompter. He needs a stronger drug. Ah, yeah, that too. Gays and gentlemen. Gays and gentlemen. Gays and gentlemen. <laughs> that great. That's Paul Joseph Watson. He clipped that, and it was just so funny the way he echoed him. <laughs> that's his case in gentlemen. Yeah, that's what he's saying here. This is like yeah, social really. security. Social security, gays and gentlemen. We need to we need to slow this down a little. Gays and gentlemen. Gays and gentlemen. Gays and gentlemen. I mean, that's not even close to ladies and gentlemen. He actually says gays and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm trying to wrap my brain around that and figure out what would right? cause that, except for a neurological issue of some sort or another. Uh, yeah. Cause that's not saying ladies fast. Uh, la- yeah. Ladies. I don't understand how that comes out. Gaze. What I'm wondering is Joey, um, you know, for a guy that's, uh, he's going to be 80 and maybe even today, very soon his birthday is coming. It's in the earlier part of November. I know that um, his teeth are, I suspect it's a full upper and lower plate. Like you can put them in a glass at night. Hey, I feel when it comes to dental issues, though. I know. That's why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> it's, it's a hot button for you at this moment. Like, um, gentlemen. If that's the case, you know, that could be what's driving that. I mean, if they're kind of rattling around in his jaws, um, that would cause it's be, when you start tripping those L's, you know, mm, might be to just kind of say, gays and gentlemen. You know? Is he saying I, the gays can't be gentlemen, though? I don't know. That's kind of rude. I don't think it's a slur. I think I think he was trying to say ladies and gentlemen, but he just couldn't make it happen, maybe because of his mandibles. Mr. Uh, President, could I just ask you one quick question? You said no. That you- no. That's another ISO. No. No. Joey says no. No. Yeah. And he'll go out with the gays and gentlemen. There you go. That's all I know. That is all I know. <laughs> We have, uh, was this, I think this was Joey here too. Let's see the oil industry. Uh, in the last six months, while the rest of the country is going through hell, six of the largest oil companies made more than $100 billion in profits. $100 billion in less than 200 days. It's outrageous. And these companies are taking the average profits they've been making by refining oil over the last 20 years. I mean, Joey doesn't mention he's trying to shut these companies down. Doesn't mention that at all. And Nobody like, doesn't mention what the profits were for Pfizer and Moderna, which were totally driven by Joey. Uh-huh. Yeah, that you have to go get their product. You have to. Nobody knows he's putting a gun in your head to put that, uh, that, that shell oil or shell gas in your tank or whatever. But, uh, because here's the thing. If I owned an oil company... And the yeah. president's like, you know, in 10 years, you're not going to be able to sell oil at all. I'd be like, well, I'm making all the money I can now then. Yeah. Hell yeah. The way but even works. that doesn't hold up because, um, you know, in some states, where did I, I heard some, somewhere was under three bucks last week, which is pretty good. And in, through most of uh, the uh, California, it's still, you know, in the mid sixes. So it's, it's why is that? How's, how's the oil company doing that? I don't think it's an oil company. No, it seemed to be the uh, local retailers or the, the amount of taxes. taxes. Yeah, so I forget the taxes. Yeah. If they were doing that instead of the outrageous profits they're making today, they could pass on the rest of us, the consumers. The price of gas would be down another 50 cents. They're the facts. Instead, 
They're buying back their own stocks because that's how the CEOs get paid. They're giving the profits to shareholders, outrageous profits, and the windfalls of war. Yesterday, I made it clear the industry has a choice. Either begin to invest in America or pay higher taxes on your excessive profits Uh and face other restrictions. So he he loves those ultimatums, doesn't he? Joey laying it down. Yeah, pay higher taxes or face other restrictions. Yeah. It doesn't sound like America. Wow, you're being too successful. We're going yeah. to we're going we're to gonna... punish you for being successful. Mm-hmm. That is where we are. That is where we are. So if you have yet to go vote, remember yeah. what Joey stands for. Which that's all the angry political clips we have uh, for today. Which there were there were quite a bit. We had a lot. We all clipped up, baby. I yeah. thought this was a pretty funny. This is a, a comedian just trying to do some jokes hmm. and getting heckled. I don't even know who the comedian. I again, I should write these things down. Maybe Mark Normand, or that was who posted the video. I don't know if that is the comic here or not. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. All right. Was that a boo over there? What was that? What's that? Wait, what did I do? Fucking supporting prostitution. You know the sex trafficking, right? Wow. Supporting prostitution. Yes. What did did she say? You're you're supporting prostitution and sex traffickers? Yeah, you're you're, uh, supporting prostitution, and that is sex trafficking. I guess he must have made a joke. The SJWs are are fucking heckling comics now. Right, you can't make a joke. I mean, prostitution's off the table now. I mean, but let's remember, this is the Democrats. This wasn't that long ago that they were like, sex work is work. That's right. Let's not stigmatize prostitution. How dare you? Supporting prostitution? Yes, I've given them money for years. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, one, I thought that was a great comeback. Good Good comeback. Been doing that for years. What are you talking about? You don't know me, you fucking psycho cunt. Shut up. (laughs) Right? See, this guy there's is- your ISO, Darren. <laughs> there's your ISO. You're looking for something to kick off the show? I, that's got my vote. That's how people know exactly what they're getting in for. Digi Guru says, yes, Mark Norman is the comedian. And uh, yeah, this is what you have to do. See, this is what comedy used to be like. But now in today's uh, society, I'm surprised he wasn't uh, put in jail for saying this so far, but it goes on a little bit. So crazy. You think you're the good guy in the movie, you know? <laughs> Fucking retard. All right. uh, Oh, the R word. Is that her? Oh, great. All right. Wait, what did I do? Why are you mad? I don't get it. What do you mean I'm promoting it? I'm telling a joke, you fucking psycho. Jesus Christ. I don't think she's smart. Suck my dick. All right. Well, that's sexual assault. You're promoting sex. Where does it end? Suck my dick. I'm sure that was transphobic in some way. We're really, uh, we're really doing the numbers here. Ah, uh, should have never fucked her. Yeah, uh, right. All right, I'm Kevin Hart. No, oh, that's great. Okay, great ending. Okay, I'm Kevin Hart. Yeah, no, that's a different comedian. But damn, that's funny. Yeah, so I mean, good. the lady like so upset with him, and then she's the one that says "suck my dick," and that's great. It's like, no, I think that's Typical. transphobic, ma'am. what do you mean (laughs) people can't take jokes well and really why are you out at a comedy club if you can't why is she even exactly why is she even there go to a fucking political rally instead she's there to be mad i think yeah 
I think that must why. have been some community outreach thing going on at the same time that he was doing his gig. Go there. <laughs> yeah. Do not go out and ruin everybody else's good time. But actually, she added to it. I mean, I think people really enjoyed what he said. I, I toyed with her. Yes. I love when a comedian can just yeah. eviscerate somebody that's giving them a hard time. Well, you know, the thing is, a good, a good comic has dozens, if not hundreds, of uh, you know, gut slicing comebacks in his, in his uh, ammo dump for assholes like that. Plus, the hecklers always forget. The comic's the one with the microphone. Yes. You're going to hear him. <laughs> it's like this is, right. And I was, I was jacking the volume there when she was talking, but you heard it better here than right. you did on the original clip because it was, uh, you know, so it's like, yeah, you can hear them yelling at him. And it's like, yes, the guy with the microphone is always going to win. And yeah. you would think after you've, you know, you tried and the whole crowd still laughed at his next joke. It's like, what are you trying to accomplish? Because again, right. this is a comedian. He's telling jokes. He's there to make people laugh. He is not a politician. If you want to go heckle somebody, go see AOC or Uncle Joey. Yeah. Obama was heckled the other day, too. He's get, he is getting was less he? nice when he gets heckled. Do we have a clip of that? I don't. I didn't. I didn't pull oh, it. Uh, you tease. Talk about teasing. <laughs> he just told That's the guy worse like, than my fucking Clint Eastwood boot tease, uh-huh. for Christ's sake. Come on. It was like, maybe, maybe it was uh, Biden. There was one that was uh, <laughs> um, that was getting so badly heckled. It was Biden that said, you know, oh, you look like you might jump. Don't jump. You know, you look like somebody that might jump. Like, okay, Joey, that's uh, like what jump off a bridge or something. I guess Isn't he was like in an on. upper deck of the arena, wherever oh, okay. he was at. Uh, All right. Okay. I don't know. People are having a lot less fun with politics. I don't understand why, but that is exactly why we make them fun here. We do on Planet Rage. Normally Monday, but today a Tuesday election special. Election special. It's still a value for value proposition, which means we put the shows out there. We don't charge you anything up front. If you've laughed, if you've gotten some information, if you're taking this and enjoying it, you got value out of it. It's up to you at some point. I have an idea. I mean, come on. They say don't ever bet against Musk. And he's been pretty smart, right? Yeah. So I think we should we should put a, you know, lay something down right here. You know, this is. Unless you, everybody hearing this, unless you send us eight bucks next week, it's going to be 16. We'll keep doubling it. <laughs> That's right. Do. That's there right. Well, Elon went, I'm going to charge you 20 bucks. And everybody's like, fuck you. He's like, okay, how about eight? <laughs> eight bucks. You know, marketing. <laughs> did he, yeah. Did he, he had to work at a flea market or something as a kid. <laughs> right. You know, like, He's yeah, smart how much is that? Yeah. 20 bucks. I'm not paying you 20 bucks. Okay. Eight bucks. Eight bucks. Done. And who knows how far down you can go. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to haggle. You got to get that right. in. Right. But if you got any value whatsoever out of the show at a planet rage, not show slash donate. We have a few people to thank for today. First and foremost, our buddy, Brian Janak out there in cheesehead hey, land. Brian. In I, what land? Cheesehead land in Wisconsin. Oh, that's right. He's up there in Wisconsin. Thank you, Brian. Because he comes in over on the Patreon for another show. So I missed that on the first of the month. So that it's a little late, but we appreciate that. Yes, Captain sir. oblivious coming in with uh, five fifty five. Thank you, Captain. He is oblivious, too. He's in the troll room quite often and totally, totally oblivious. He's the I captain. If I was in there, that's why I don't go there. <laughs> Sir, truck driver coming in with five bucks. He uh, listens to all the shows and supports a lot of them. He was confused why I cut Gene off the other day at the end of unrelenting. <laughs> it's just because if you don't, Gene will just keep talking. Thank you, Sir, truck driver. And that's the one show we have a hard out on because we end right at about noon. 
Yeah, did I see correctly on the on the No Agenda Social that you hate all your co-hosts except for me? Right. Is that true? Somebody said that. That's how, that's how we get the I other feel very honored. Working. Thank you. Thank you for not hating me. You're welcome. And when, once Jennifer and I are, the show's up and I, you can't hate Jennifer. She's a sweetheart. No. So no, it'll just be half and half. There you go. But it works with Ryan and uh, Gene. It just, it just kind of happens organically. Anybody that knows those guys, they know why. <laughs> Kevin Seifert coming in with his monthly $5 donation, and that is very much appreciated. And then, you, Kevin. as they call him over on Podcasting 2.0, it's the Delimiter. It's Comic Strip Blogger. Uh, now with Boostergrams written by Gregory William Forsyth Foreman. Like, no, CSB. Let's see. We're going to have to very much look at this and critique it because Anybody trying to be CSB that's not, I don't know if this is an AI or what's going on, hmm. but with the 15,033 Satoshi donation, which is the CSB donation, uh, crypto, maybe a little up, maybe a little over three bucks. Nice. Thank says, you, dear Irish Ragers, Darren and Larry, do you know where you can find out about origins of the word robot? No, no, we don't. We have no idea. Hmm. I mean, this is, this is, we're already this is going to the uh off the rails here yeah please instruct your audience to put ai.cooking into their web browser or podcast app and listen to strikingly silky smooth tones now if you're actually writing this quiff you should be ashamed of yourself for writing this about yourself <laughs> i'm just saying i know csb likes to say it but if you're writing this and you're like, oh, yeah, these silky tones of former BBC actor and current TV show developer Gregory William Forsyth Foreman reading news about artificial intelligence. Also, see excellent cartoons blog of mine at www.csb.lol for max gigs. I mean, like gigs, like speed or we're getting hmm. jobs, jobs. I don't know. Something like that. Yo, we appreciate that. CSB slash Gwif slash whoever sent it. I think it's. Always CSP's money, but it may be Gwiff's words, but that's okay because I guess CSP's okay. podcast is pretty much the, uh, is pretty much, uh, you know, Gwiff speaking anyway. Sir Omaha comes okay. in with a boostergram just now, says, Tell Larry to go on Nick Rakita's results stream tonight. Oh, is he having a, see, well, you would light that up. I will. I will do. Thanks for the tip. Yeah. Get in on that and, uh, you know, I haven't seen Nick in a while. We overdo that. So it's, that's going to be a party. Oh, yeah. There's no question. That. No question yeah. about that. Because you <laughs> don't you want to. I, mean, I don't know. It's it's so hard with the yeah. election cycles. Now, it used to be, and this is going back before Trump. For mm -hmm. me, it was turning on Fox News because it's like, that's about the best you're going to get from television coverage. Yeah. Now that the streaming world is out here. That is the answer. I, I can't think of a better thing to watch than Nick and whoever he's going to have on over what all oh, of yeah. these other networks and these wannabe networks like the Newsmaxes and all of this yes. other stuff. Yes. Especially since he was derailed by, by YouTube and Twitter and all the commies just ganged up him in once. So we have to make sure that Nick uh, prevails over those bricks. Right. Because how dare you say something that other people don't agree with? That is. How dare you? the biggest problem because i you know have not consumed everything nick has ever put out there but he doesn't seem could, like it's a, impossible you'd have to be 19 <laughs> guys to do that I mean, nick's output is uh just beyond it's off the chain it's crazy how much he puts out yeah. yes he but he doesn't seem like a hateful guy he does no he does no, not seem not. like a lying kind of guy so you're just disagreeing fundamentally with 
what somebody believes about the political system. And that's enough to give them a strike and get them off a platform. It's absolutely ridiculous, which is why I love the idea. And I think this was just a random person on Twitter that threw back at Elon Musk when he was complaining about all of the advertisers that jumped off because of the pressure from the leftist activist groups that the Twitter user was like, well, shame them. Let us know who they are so we know which products not to buy. And Elon's like, okay, that's coming. That's a good idea. There you go. And I think it is. You know, if Chevrolet or whoever Coca-Cola is like, well, well, yeah, we're not going to advertise because, you know, free speech. Well, then screw them. I mean, less advertising is better on Twitter anyway, but for the companies that intentionally pulled their ads and a lot of people are pointing out, which I think is just hilarious, which they're like, well, anybody that would obviously pull their ads out after an African man buys the platform, then they're obviously racist. (laughs) I think that's a good point. Yeah, I don't even, you know. I don't see that kind of stuff. And I don't, you know, but it's like, that's true. Elon Musk yeah. is uh, an African man. I guess technically, yes, he is. Yeah. So this yeah. is where we're at. I mean, I thought we're supposed to have equality, but no, no, we do no. not want that. But no, we thank no, everybody no. who supports this show listens. We do. We always have fun. I mean, that's the always. bottom line that <laughs> we're just going to be here yelling anyway. So we may as well let you in on it. Yeah. And there is a good group of ragers always live in the troll room over at noagendastream.com or trollroom.io. Either way, you can find your way into there. The mm-hmm. boostograms are open during the show, which if you want to get into that platform, you go to newpodcastapps.com. Thanks to Adam Curry, Dave Jones, and a cast of just thousands for making that happen where people don't have to worry about uh, being silenced and their money streams just uh, going away. And that's what we need in podcasting. And let's let's hope Elon pushes that in the direction is I don't know. At like mm. before Elon took over, I would never be like, hey, I can post a planet rage over there. That'll go great. <laughs> you know, but now if we can, that would be great. It would be a great way to get a, a new audience that people would just see the post and go, hey, I can just listen right here. And if I like it, I can go subscribe. I like the idea. We'll see if it works. I don't know if it will. but. Uh, It'll be an interesting yeah. night tonight watching the coverage and uh, at least it I can watch. Be. If you get on Nick, I can watch that right on my uh, big screen TV through uh, YouTube on the Roku and uh, mm-hmm. it'll be an election night party. It was, I mean, it's such a big night that Bill O'Reilly who does his four nights a week is like, no, cause he doesn't do it live. Oh, he records it and puts it out there at 5 PM central. He's like, yeah, I can't compete with what's going to be yeah. going on on election night. So even he's backing down. Yeah. So I'm seeing you with a, with, with a 60 inch, uh, 8k TV. Is that about right? <laughs> it's still the old, uh, I don't even care about, it. I mean, 720p is more than fine with me. Yeah. My eyes aren't good enough to care about ultra resolution at this point. Okay. All right. Just a large screen. That's all we okay. need. But tomorrow is Wednesday, which means there will be another random thoughts. I believe I have no idea. What do you got? What do you got? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I could talk about going to the dentist, but that just would sound like planet rage all over again. <laughs> Last week I talked about NASCAR and a lot more people liked it. Some people came in with a brand new weekly donation because they liked it, which there's something to be show. said for variety on the topics covered. Yeah. And I think you're onto something there because it looks like there's a tectonic shift away from, you know, the American pastime. People, people are fucking fed up. I think with baseball and football. 
So a lot of them are flooding to NASCAR and uh, you may be the, uh, the Moses that leads them to that promised land. Let's get back into a sport where you're not rooting for the laundry, where you're actually rating for yes. rooting for the people, not for guys that get traded around. You know, Aaron judge was big for yeah. the Yankees and it seems, I mean, they may still end up resigning him, but he's opting out of his contract and trying the free agent market. They can still come up yeah. with the best deal, but if he gets a better deal somewhere else, it's like, adios. Single combatant sports are where it's at. Yes. You can, yeah. you can root for the individual person. Now, is there a, does your show normally comes out like today or tomorrow? Do we have tomorrow, that usually tomorrow or? evening? Huh? What's that? Is there one in the can yet? Or is that a, uh, no, I'm working on it. This one is about, um, there was a, there was a, <laughs> There's a fascinating story that uh, was making the rounds a few days ago about how people are going to evolve in the next hundred years, you know, what they're going to look like. So that's, that's sort of my springboard, but uh, that's not fully formed yet, but you should, if you missed the last one, uh, dangerous movies in our minds. And uh, we, we go into really, I think that most, I don't know about most women, but certainly most guys, they decide uh, their consumer uh, purchases almost always relate back to some kooky movie in their head. <laughs> yeah. Really? Really? Guys it's, it's are easy. Well, they're so easy. And, and, and really the, and the magic word always uh, is uh, that will make any guy buy any piece of crap, any time for any price is tactical. Is it tactical? So, uh, so that's, that's last week's show. And it's worth looking at just to check out the thumbnail, right? Which features one of the poignant chicks um, you've ever seen. So that's at that Larry and if you want the anti-pointiest chicks, go to the Victoria's Secret uh, press room. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah v, it's, it is vspressroom.com oh. and see their I'm holiday 2022 that. models. You will be horrified. I'll pass. Thank you. It's like, what the hell happened to America, man? What happened? I don't know. God. I don't know. But either way, I'm guessing that. Uh, Random thoughts, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts, or that Larry show, if they're recording tomorrow, could be greatly affected by what goes on tonight and early tomorrow morning. Very possible. So tune into both of those shows. I guarantee you, you will learn something and have a little bit of fun along the way. Next week, we will be back at our usual time, Monday, Lunas. Yeah, to get the week going, 1 p.m. Central Time. Join us live, noagendastream.com. But until next week, I am Darren O'Neill, and he is the one and only the great Larry Blydner. <laughs> God. Join us and enjoy. Enjoy your election evening. Have fun. Yeah. Go out and riot. Go ahead. <laughs> the U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going to shit. No.